I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. And since the state budget passed earlier this month, farm groups have been marking it as a good budget for farmers. Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection Secretary Randy Romanski echoes that sentiment. He says the big wins were investments in farmer mental health, meat and dairy processing, conservation, and international export funding. He tells me when we'll see the money for those programs, but first I asked him what else he wants to see the legislature work on to support the state's ag industry. Item number one is when Governor Evers proposed the budget, he proposed ongoing funding for things like the Farmer Mental Health Program, for the Producer-Led Watershed Grant Program, which is popular and tremendously successful. But those funds or the funding increases were just provided by the legislature one time. And the the thought is, agriculture is part of our past, present, and future. Let's make the investment and make it permanent. So that's one thing that I'd like to continue to have discussions with the legislature about. And we've had productive discussions. I expect that to continue. Another thing that uh, that was uh, not included that I'd like to have some continuing conversation about is the food security program. When we talk about a state like Wisconsin, we, we grow and produce so much food here. It, it's, it saddens me that there's food insecurity here, like there are in other states. Um, and uh, Governor Evers has been dedicating federal funding through the CARES and ARPA funding to our agency to set up a food security program that's been able to invest in the products that farmers produce, the processors uh, make into uh, healthy, nutritious food, and then that gets to the Wisconsin Food Distribution Center. It's a way to support the entire food, uh, food security system and take Wisconsin products and get it to people who are food insecure in the state of Wisconsin. The federal funds are, are about run out on that program, Stephanie, so what the governor did is propose using state funding for that uh, because food insecurity is not going away and farmers still need to make sure that there's that additional marketplace for their products. Unfortunately, that got removed during the legislative process in the budget, so I'm, I'm hopeful that that's something that we can see continued. The farm groups were very supportive of that programming pr- continuing, so another opportunity for productive discussions as we move forward. The things that were passed, the conservation dollars, the meat processor and dairy processor grants, and the egg export funding, when are we going to see that get kicked out <laughs> in cash form? When is that money going to get to the people who need it. I'm glad you mentioned it. So for those who don't know, the the state fiscal year starts on July 1st. Uh, That's around the time the governor signed the budget into law. So that makes the funding available to agencies. So between now and uh, uh, next June 30th and then the next uh, year, we'll have the opportunity to get those funds out the door. Uh, because there have been so many good investments in programs like this, we have to stage them. So we'll stage them accordingly. So we have the Buy Local, Buy Wisconsin grant program, which is out right now. And then we'll have to, we'll continue to go through the meat processing, the dairy processing, and some of the other grants that we have, producer-led watershed grant. Uh, so we have to stage them because of the amount of investment that's being made in those very popular, very successful programs. Uh, we'll announce them as as they uh, as they are ready to go out. Keep an eye on the Department of Ag Trade and Consumer Protection website. We also get that stuff posted right away to MidwestFarmReport.com. Yes, so, we do. We appreciate that. So, yeah, so folks can take advantage. I want to talk a little bit more about international exports, a priority for the state of Wisconsin. You recently were on a trade mission overseas. Is that right? I was. I, uh, Wisconsin led its own trade mission to the United Kingdom. The uh, United Kingdom is the ninth largest trade uh, partner for the state of Wisconsin, uh, so it's an important place to, to visit. For the, you know, for those who have been following it, the UK's exit from 
uh, from the European Union has, has uh, created some opportunities for states like Wisconsin that have such a, a vast variety of uh, healthy, nutritious, wholesome products uh, to find the UK as a, as a marketplace. So we're really fortunate. We had good participation from Wisconsin companies that went along with it with us. And the reports back from them and, and the way uh, we looked at it when we were there is we, we viewed it as a very positive dis, uh, discussion, good visit. So any partnerships come out of this trade mission that you heard about from Wisconsin companies? And then also, which products were they looking for from Wisconsin? Uh, the, the great thing about it is Wisconsin's got so many great products to offer that we uh, we were able to take... Uh, there were two. There were a couple of cheese uh, plants that went along with us. So we were talking about artisan Wisconsin cheese. We know how awesome Wisconsin cheese is. Actually, a lot of people do, but there are certain parts of the world that that don't understand the unique nature of not only the quantity of Wisconsin cheese, but the quality of Wisconsin cheese. So we had some artisan uh, cheese that we were able to, to go along with. Uh, uh, um, we had a processed vegetable uh, business that was there. Uh, ginseng genetics and of course uh, Wisconsin has such a vast uh, timber industry that we did a lot of conversation about timber products and uh, and the distilled spirits so the the beauty of the funding that the governor and the legislature provided through the Wisconsin initiative on egg exports is it gives us the flexibility to cover all of those products when we go on a trade mission so Wisconsin has a lot to offer and the export dollars got a thumbs up from Wisconsin agriculture but what we've been hearing from agriculture groups the timber industry other agribusinesses is how is the export infrastructure going to accommodate that export funding? Agriculture and transportation are, are linked. It's a bond. Uh, and whether we're talking about the first mile of, of a product or the last mile of that product before, before it leaves our states for its final destination, we need to make investments. The good news is historically, Wisconsin has made those investments. Unfortunately, about 10 years ago, the, the state didn't keep up with the investments that it needed to do. And, and uh, Governor Evers has made a priority and he's experienced some some bipartisan support in the legislature to make sure that we're making those investments in infrastructure. And that means everything from a local road to the state backbone highway system, the interstates, rail, harbors, uh, the whole works. Because products move around in a lot of different ways in Wisconsin, so we need to make sure we're making those investments. $150 million in local road improvements was passed through. Are you hearing anything about rail? Are you hearing anything about Wisconsin ports? Yeah, actually, right after the Farm Technology Day's kickoff, Governor Evers is going to Milwaukee to cut the ribbon on uh, Port Milwaukee's maritime agriculture facility. It's a fantastic facility. Uh, it's located in Wisconsin, uh, in, in Port Milwaukee, and it's a, a joint partnership between federal, state, local, and private industry, the DeLong Company. Uh, and it's been a fantastic structure because everybody's got some skin in the game to take Wisconsin products and ship uh, around the world. So it's well located, obviously, because it's around all the grain in the Midwest. Uh, Port Milwaukee's uh, on a Great Lake. It can ship easily uh, through the St. Lawrence Seaway to markets in, in uh, Europe and Northern Africa. And uh, th they're going to start with dried distillers grains and other grains uh, through bulk shipments. But, you know, the sky's the limit uh, for potential for investments in, in Wisconsin infrastructure because that helps agriculture. Even though education falls under the jurisdiction of a different state department. It is a sector that the Department of Agriculture is also keeping tabs on. Agribusinesses continue to list labor as a number one issue and point to ag education as the beginning of the pipeline for a strong workforce. Education is, is the foundation of not only our, our state and, and uh, 
uh, our society, but it's it's an important part of uh, the agriculture industry as well. You have probably heard from employers, like we've heard from employers, that everybody's looking for smart, hardworking, dedicated uh, young people to be the next generation in, in agriculture. And the key to that is making sure that there's a strong K-12 system, the technical college system is strong and properly funded. The UW system is, has programs and funding available to it to not only uh, train the next generation, but also look down the line to where are we going to be 10 years, uh, 20 years from now. And it's important that we make that investment. It's, it's, a, it's a foundation of, of education and agriculture. How do you leverage your power as Secretary of Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection to ensure that education uh, is getting the resources it needs for our future workforce? We've got some great partnerships going on right now. I know you and I have talked about the Ag Youth Council before. It's a way that we get to work with high school seniors every month to kind of create, open their eyes, I guess, to the opportunities that are out there in, in the ag workforce in Wisconsin. And as we get more and more alumni through that program, they say, I wouldn't have thought about doing this if I, if I hadn't uh, had a chance to listen to what uh, our, the program brought forward. The other thing that we're really proud of is a partnership with the Department of Workforce Development, Department of Public Instruction, and about three dozen people through the agriculture industry called the Ag Education Workforce Development Council. I didn't think of the name, that's a mouthful. But what we're trying to do is uh, identify and invest in career pathways throughout that K-12 technical college UW system to identify pathways that somebody can, who's in junior high can think about how do I get from where I'm at to the end point of being in, involved in, in a job that I like and is part of uh, uh, the economy and gonna be successful and that's where that council comes into play. The, the, the information we've gotten from the industry through that has been fantastic because they're telling us this is what we're looking for. So we're really proud of that and uh, we hope to continue to make that investment of our time and energy as well. That was Secretary Randy Romanski of the Department of Agriculture, Trade and Consumer Protection. Not only with an update on what he wants to see the legislature work on this year when it comes to funding farm programs, but also what the department is doing to tackle issues facing agriculture today, such as export infrastructure and workforce. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.